Hi, everybody. Welcome to Rise in our Evolve Technology series, where we focus on the evolution of technology, innovation, and leadership. Things have changed, yet we evolve and adapt. But what's next, and what's next for you? Evolve focuses on the intersection of leadership, technology, and workplace. Don't get left behind. Join us in this evolution. Rise and evolve with us. I'm Kim Ford, your host, and I'd really like to introduce you to our special guest today. Can you please take a second to introduce yourself and your company? Yeah, sure. Thank you, Kim. Um, so my name is Stéphane Lebois. Um, I'm uh, an engineer by education. And then afterwards, uh, after graduating, um, I started in uh, consulting. Um, it uh, started at uh, Pricewaterhouse in time that became then PwC and then I switched to a computer science corporation. So um, I did consulting for enterprise systems like large uh, software systems that needed to be uh, implemented in uh, yeah, corporate, mo mostly manufacturing companies. Um, so these um, systems like uh, were like SAP systems or Oracle uh, ERP systems. Um, and then I evolved from uh, yeah, pretty according to the traditional career path from consultant to uh, project management and account management afterwards. And then at a certain point in time, I, uh, yeah, that may be the, uh, the nature of being an engineer. I wanted to create something myself, like a product, but also a business that could uh, then sell and market that product. So, um, yeah, the software, um, B2B software was what I was working in my whole life uh, at that moment. So that would be the, the, the that was the first, um, the first uh, option, I would say. But it started, in fact, um, yeah, with a hobby project. Um, so just to get me familiar with the technology, I created a quiz for my daughter's uh, birthday. Um, <laughs> so that was uh, like um, the first day that iPad came out. So, um yeah, the quiz on the iPad was really fun with pictures and uh, video snippets and so. Um, and afterwards, like the participants uh, received a score. Um, so that worked well. And then I um, put um, tabletquiz.com live, um, like a tool where people could make their own quizzes. Uh, I have seen that uh, at that moment, um, like uh, quite some companies started to use it. It was a free version, not yet paying. Um, but then, um, yeah, um, we decided also to go from quizzes uh, to surveys. Like, um, technically, there's not so much uh, difference. Um, and then also quit my job to quit my job and then um, yeah, start the, the company, which was then called Survey Anyplace. So focused on uh, surveys. And then since then, that was 10 years ago, since then we have evolved uh, towards assessments. Um, and those are um, yeah, assessments with personalized reports. Um, so um, after you have taken your respondent has taken the assessment, um, he or she gets a personalized report, which is dynamically um, like constructed based on the uh, answers that you give uh, in the assessment. Um, so, and then in the meanwhile, we also have uh, changed our name uh, to Pointer Pro um, because we wanted to get rid of the survey in the name, the word survey in the name, um, because we did much more than surveys with the personalized reports. Um, so now we get called uh, Pointer Pro because we point your audience into the right direction. Oh, awesome. So it sounds like you have a pretty strong consulting and tech background, and obviously those two have merged. So what makes you so passionate about technology? Yeah, I think technology um, has the potential to, um, let's say, to automate um, quite um, a bit of the 
ja, de routine uh, jobs um, in, um, in companies uh, today. So and in that way, people can um, focus on, on more interesting, more creative uh, jobs, uh, just like um, automation has done in, in manufacturing. Um, technology and software can do the same in um, administri administrative uh, environments. Um, and there's still a lot to do um, because um, like in, in manufacturing, the productivity has been increasing uh, quite significantly. But in the service sector, um, there is, uh, I mean, there is already quite some, some things automated, um, but there is still uh, a lot of potential for technology. I also think that technology can yeah, improve human relationships. Like I'm, I'm talking then about B2B relationships. Um, it will never replace a relationship, but it can uh, like um, facilitate um, relationships um, uh, easier. Um, for example, we have customers that are at the other side of the world that we have um, never seen um, uh, face to face, but of course in video call we have seen them and that would be unimaginable, um, let's say 20 years ago without these uh, powerful uh, technology tools. No, that's incredible. And tech is often criticized for its social impact of depersonalizing um, the interaction itself. And what we're seeing is um, most businesses, leaders, they actually are demanding a digital first platform. Um, the future is digital first. Obviously, we're not going to replace relationships or empathy or things like that. But how do you create a meaningful online interaction? Because you know, that experience or that journey or those touch points, um, they're critical to making a successful application or online anything. Yeah, I think in a world where like technology is um, maybe also or yeah, some, some of the companies, some of the competitors, some of the bigger companies, um, they um, they become more impersonal, um, less personal um, because of technology and maybe not only because of technology but because um, they want to um, to scale their business and the, the human aspects uh, of course I mean it, it takes time and, and human time is equals cost um, so um, yeah we, we see it because we are like uh, uh, ourselves clients at, at like larger software companies or tech companies and we um, we don't have a, a lot of uh, human contact uh, with those um, um, with those companies, even not remote in a video call or so. Um, and that is, of course, an opportunity for smaller companies um, to have those meaningful um, contacts um, with clients and then with other uh, partners. Um, and, and yeah, in, in that way, differentiate. So we encourage our yeah, support people, salespeople, everybody who has contact um, with, uh, with customers, but also if you have contacts with suppliers or, or employees amongst each other, to always yeah, favor like a physical meeting or at, at least a video call instead of chats or something more impersonal. Um, so, and that's, um, I think, um, yeah, that, that improves the, the human relationship on the long term. And I think, I still think that um, you need um, human relationships to, to, build, uh, to build a business um, because people buy from people um, in the end. Very true. When did you realize that consulting could go digital? Yeah, as I said, like uh, when I started the company with the, with the quizzes and so and the surveys, um, we didn't have the uh, the focus on consulting or so. We just had to focus on uh, improving the like the, um, the experience of the respondents. 
um, because in that uh, time, uh, most of the survey tools were like kind of uh, research-oriented data collection without a lot of uh, focus on, on the uh, respondent experience. So we wanted to improve that to add like gamification, uh, interactivity, and so on. And um, by doing that, like collecting more and better data. Um, so that was the beginning. Um, but then after a while, um, we um, we have seen that we um, yeah we, we, we were looking after a, a, a niche um, which would differentiate us even more. And then we came to the assessments um, with personalized um, reports. Um, as I said, and I mean um, it was mostly the the clients who um, yeah who expressed that need. And first we started to develop it for them, like partially using our own software, partially using third-party software. Um, it was not like a, a, a big idea or so that I had once uh, at, at one uh, particular moment. It was like um, um, pretty evolutive, like uh, the more customers asked for a, a similar solution, um, the more we realized that um, this could be um, a good candidate to, uh, to put in a new product, uh, which we then did. Um, at the start of 2019. So, and then the personalized reports were added uh, to our tool. Oh, that's great. And and do you see a lot of, you know, potential benefits or negatives to implementing digitization to process and and those types of pieces of the puzzle? Yeah, specifically for the consultants, of course, um, we see quite some benefits. Um, I've, I've been in consulting uh, like for 15 years. Like the first um, phase in a consulting assignment um, is always about uh, data collection and, and yeah, the as this uh, status, like seeing what the uh, as this situation is of, of the client. Um, it's always the first step that you have to do bec because you, you need to um, to be aware about situation before um, being able to um, to, to propose a, like improvements or a solution. Um, but that is um, a phase where like yeah, the customers they don't want to invest too much time in it because, I mean, they already know what the as is. Um, and um, it has to go fast. Um, and it's always like the same kind of diagnostics or like a scan or um, assessment. I mean, there's different words for it. But if you are in a certain consulting domain, like say that you are a cybersecurity uh, consultant or, or consultant firm, um, yeah, the cybersecurity as is assessment or whatever you call it is always more or less the same. Um, so that's a good candidate to be um, uh, to be digitized, um, um, which has then the advantage that um, for the customer, um, the process will be um, uh, faster. Yeah. So the the real yeah, benefit for the customer is only after the this when the improvements are um, like implemented or like discussed, and and then that um, um, that the real project starts. Um, so, so that um, moves and uh, forward, which is a benefit. And then also for the consultants, um, I think it's a benefit because um, they can, um, by um, investing less in labor and more in an automated tool to 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 make the assessments, um, they can move from a like a time and material model where they just go proportionally with the headcount um, to um, like a result-based um, model where they can go like more than linear um, with their headcount. So, which is uh, in fact the dream of every consultant mm -hmm. to um, to grow their business, of course, but to not without having to recruit um, people all the time. Yeah, very true. And how do you overcome the challenges of a, what I would consider a, a growing resource library, right? There's this 
this huge resource library for free consulting information data. I mean, I think it's hard to separate yourself in that pack, right? I mean, there's just, you, you Google something and you look for consulting this or how to do this or what, how to solve this problem. And there's just this robust amount of data at your fingertips. Like how does this consultant right now really break through to do something different or to really provide an impact? Yeah, so to, um, there is indeed like a, uh, an overload of, of data and information. But by personalizing that data um, for the um, yeah for, for the one uh, for your prospect or the, or your audience, um, that is um, in my view the yeah the, the best way to differentiate yourselves um, and to um, to make the data more accessible for the um, for the end uh, user. So um, for example, if I take again the cybersecurity example. Um, if you are looking like an, if you're a normal company like like ours, let's say, you're looking for um, you read all these news um, uh, articles about uh, uh, companies get hacked and so on, and you want to do something to improve your cybersecurity, go online and then see what can be done. Of course, you have a lot of information, um, but let's say that you um, land on a on a website of a cybersecurity consulting firm and that you see a white paper, you download it, it's 50 pages, but I've not I've no time to read those 50 pages. Um, so um, what I want as a business owner um, from a cybersecurity consultant is just to give me a like a plan step by step what I have to do like a first step, second step. What is my priority? First advice, second advice, third advice. And and yeah, you cannot um, like uh, uh, have that in 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 one generic uh, white paper or book or whatever. Um, so you have to ask me first a couple of questions about my as this situation, um, maybe some other questions, um, and then um, you can, based on those, on the answers of those questions, you can give me not a white paper of um, a generic white paper of 50 pages, but maybe a specific uh, white paper of three pages where exactly um, the things that I have to do are uh, prioritized, uh, and then I will be interested in reading it. Yeah, and do you do you believe and or do you have any thoughts on um, AI? And do you think artificial intelligence could at some point impact the consulting business at all? Yeah, sure. Um, what we are doing right now, um, we, we first want to um, develop our software, and it may yeah sound counterintuitive, but without AI, um, and just um, make it very easy. Um, to transfer human intelligence uh, into the tool. Yeah? So yeah. Again, again, the cybersecurity consultant, like he has a lot of intelligence or expertise in his head, in his or her head, um, yeah. and to get it out of their head um, and put it in the tool, um, that is something that we want to make very easy. Yeah? So you don't have, you need, don't need programming or technical knowledge uh, to do that whether it be in cybersecurity or legal or whatever, I mean, whatever expertise you have, so that you have um, a tool that can replace partially, that can partially replace yourself and that can give um, advice on autopilot based on your expertise. Of course, you have to put your expertise in the tool only once um, at the start. Yeah? Um, but then in the second phase, you could also, and then AI will come into the play. Um, you could also like the extracting of the expertise from someone's, Head or like expert, 
like like a, uh, or collective expertise of multiple consultants um, and putting that in a tool converting that into an assessment with a personalized report um, automates also that step um, which will involve AI um, and we have um, like already scanned the markets not that deeply because we think it's a bit too early to do that um, but that would be the next step um, that uh, yeah, AI will or an AI tool will, for example, um, in a cybersecurity consultant will will attend some of the meetings, some, some of the uh, will read some of the books, and and will automatically come up with those uh, questions to ask and which advice uh, to give. But that's again, it's uh, not for the immediate future as we see it now. Yeah, very, very true. So we have a lot of business leaders, owners, CEOs that listen to our and, and, and watch our videos. And one of the things I like to ask is, do you have any advice right now for a CEO or business owner today? What would be one piece of advice you would share? Yeah, I think for um, when it comes to digitization, um, yeah, I would do like a, a scan or like a um, diagnostics for all your parts of the business um, because so, some um, some parts of the business are already digitized um, like quite heavily and some uh, less and yeah to uh, indicate what is the potential what is the potential gain um, to um, yeah, digitize um, certain parts of the business even more or start to digitizing it depending on, on the situation um that is what i would uh, what i would suggest uh, um yeah specifically for professional services uh, companies um if you have like a um, highly transactional uh, type of advice that you have to give over and over again um to new prospects or to existing customers um then that will would certainly be um, uh, a candidate for to to, to be digitized with our tool then, I mean, or with another tool, but um, it, it also can be that, of course, um, this can reveal that other parts of the business um, might benefit more um, from, from the digitization and then you should start with, uh, with that part, of course. Yeah, very, very true. And our goal with this uh, Evolve Technology series is to really enable leaders to learn, connect and grow using technology and innovation. And I can't thank you enough for talking to all of us today and sharing your wealth of knowledge and expertise. And thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Kim, uh, for, for having me. And uh, for those who want to uh, follow me, um, I'm most active on LinkedIn. So you can just um, Come uh, and, and uh, send a connection request. Also happy to um, to exchange uh, ideas or ex experience with your uh, listeners. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much.